0: Good afternoon to you, beloved. Praying all is well with you. Praying all is well. I have to uh get this going here. Me in this, you know, I yeah. So this is Speak Life Radio. Okay. I'll go tell my brother in ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Today is August 11, 2022. Welcome to Speak Life. Praying all is well with you, beloved. Pray you had the most blessed day today in the name of Jesus. So I'm lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting your whole household. I'm lifting you up, beloved, in the name of Jesus, both of us. Okay. I am lifting the kingdom family worldwide. Yes, the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trucking down, those taken by men's stealers, those feeling faint, weak, weary, and even withered and worn. Yes, we're lifting them up right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, meet us at every point of need. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, so we are lifting up children worldwide. Children, babies, infants, elderly, the unable, the disabled, and even the able. In the name of Jesus. And we are lifting up those that are feeling weak. Those that are weak in the flesh. But are strong in their spirit. Those that may be felt left behind. Yes, those that may be maybe not even living in their home, Somebody in a nursing home somebody in a group home yes because i worked in group homes somebody in a rehab somebody in prison somebody that's in their own home yeah somebody in the military yes lifting up the military law enforcement sheriff department here we have a sheriff department never knew about the sheriff department in connecticut right now we have a sheriff department here um and the EMS, fire department, all guys social service workers. we're praying for the protect those that are supposed to protect and those in need of protection. Yeah. So in the name of Jesus. Okay, what's that? So Father, I come to you right now, I give you thanks, I give you Thanksgiving. Lord God, I pray to honor you. I pray to honor your being. I pray to honor your name. I pray to honor, would you speak to me your word? Speak to me, through me, and for me in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Have your way, Lord. Have your way today. I acknowledge you. I open the door and I welcome you into my heart, Lord into my being, into this space, and, and I welcome you on both sides of the camera, Lord, and I pray there's an ear to hear and a heart to receive, a mind to be transformed and renewed in Christ Jesus. I pray we have clean hands and washed feet. Okay, where did this fly come from? See? In the name of Jesus, Lord, have your way. You know You know what's happening. You know what's happening. In Jesus' name. Okay, now. Hey, New York. How you doing, beloved? Sending love out to you in the name of Jesus. Grace, peace. There was no fly. There was no fly. As soon as I start praying, there's a fly. And I don't do flies. See. I don't do flies. So, oh no. Lord, bind it up. Whatever it is, it's spiritual realms. Bind that thing up in the name of Jesus. We ain't playing no games. Somebody need this word. Okay, so let's get into it. So what I came to talk about is who would you be? Who would you be? Or who would you become? So I was. I don't know. Oh, I might have been walking today. Something I was doing. I was in here, and. Yeah, did straight UPS style, like Zoom, okay? So th- this is the thing. I was thinking about this morning. Who would I have been if God answered some of these prayers? That's what I was doing. I was thinking about prayers that has not been answered. If God had answered them, who would I be? Who would I become? So think about that. Some of the things that we may have been praying for, and we may think they'd be a good thing, but who would we be? Or who would we become if we got blessed with those things? Because many, many times we don't glorify God in things. Many times we don't. And many times we just want things, and we're asking amiss, as James said. We're asking a miss. Oh, I don't know why I turned here, but uh, what is this? First Corinthians one. Okay. Um, I think I might talk from there because I asked the Lord. Oh yeah, I think I need to. Cause I mean, the bookmark even on it. Like how that happened. Just like the fly. Okay. Okay, see, you about to, this is, see, you told me don't put you on the spot. So don't put me on the spot either. Okay, this is the thing. Um, um, let me go to James first. Let me go to James first. So we talked about this a couple of times on here. But it says, um, you know, for um, James 4 and 1. From which comes wars and fighting among you come the hints, even of your lust that warn your members. Okay? So there's things that we lust. Corruption of lust. Okay, let me go to something else. Since I heard that word. Okay. Let me go here. Yeah. Okay, so I asked the Lord to give me a word. Okay, so weep out to... Uh, we're about to, to, no, it's not New York changing the subject, it's the flies, but hold on. So, it says here in James 4 and 2, you lust and have not. So, I was asking the Lord this morning, I was self-examining myself. And, is, is it that I am asking? For things that are God's will. Or what would I do with them? What would I do with them? What would I do with them? Because God showed me the wills again. So let me hold on to that. The wills, I said. Okay, so he showed me the wills again. Okay? He showed me the wills. But let me finish this. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss. Now michigan one time michigan me and her had a conversation and she said this verse that a miss thing i said what she said it's not gonna come forth anyway because you're asking a miss." i said okay wait not quite right inappropriate or out of place it could be out of season it could be out of god's will okay wrongly or inappropriate so Okay, wait a minute, hold on. Since this is the definition here, let me see what Strong says. Maybe Strong is going to be nice to me today, okay? So, a mist. So, we're asking out of our own lust. That's why we're asking. Now, there is a psalm that he says is either 107 or something, or 106, one of them. He said he gave them his their heart's desire. I am very careful about that. Because I don't want God to do that. Because in that, in that, he was not pleased. But he gave it to them because they kept asking for it. I don't want that. And even though, oh, and that's a big, oh, we bind that up in the name of Jesus. Okay, even though, even though, see, hmm. even though we might think it's a good thing, it may not be a good thing in God's sight. It may not be pleasing in his sight, because he already know what we're going to do. He already know what we're going to do. It's just like when those came for healing, and he said, okay, tell no man. It's based on your faith, but go and show the priest and tell no man. What they did, they went and published it. He already knew. See? But they got healed on the out, but the inward was still not right. So, That's why even with praying, somebody come to me about sickness. I learned this from Dr. Charles Stanley. Pray for the soul. Pray for that spirit. He said either pray for the soul or spirit. So I pray for both, okay? Pray for their spirit because if we just get healed on the outside, but we still got a wrong spirit in us, we're going to need to be healed again because it's doing us no good. It's a fleshly healing. We need to be healed and delivered in the spiritual realm, okay? So we won't be doing these things that's going to cause these sicknesses because leprosy is nothing but sin in the flesh. That's what leprosy is. It just the sin shows up. And, and people don't realize that's real. Sin shows up on the flesh. Sin shows up. If, if we receive Christ and we start walking in our purpose in the newness of Christ, and we look back at some pictures we took, if we have eyes where we can see, we can see. It shows up on your skin. It shows up in your hair. It shows up on your lips. It shows up. And people don't always know. People can see that thing. They can see it. There are certain people that can see it. Um, And sometimes you may not know exactly what you're seeing, and then sometimes God will reveal what you're looking at. What you're looking at. It shows up in the eyes. It can show in your walk. It, it, that spirit. That spirit just. It's, it's in a lot of times we don't know. I mean I've. I've seen things where. It's in the pictures. It's just it's crazy. But it'll show up. So a mist. A mist. Okay to be crooked. Wrong. Injurious. Wicked improper badly so wait a minute here he says you ask and receive not because you ask amiss wickedly improperly inappropriately out of place out of season out of god's will i mean really think about that okay wait a minute let me think about what I'm asking for here. See, because sometimes we're really not mature enough to handle it. We're not. Because it's not for God's glory. It's for ours. Sometimes, because I I, ooh, I know I'll be transparent. There's been times I'm like, I'll show them. As soon as God bless me with this thing, I'll show them. And God said, okay, you, you keep waiting then. You keep waiting. They ain't going to ever see it. Because that's what your heart is set for. That's the wrong heart. That's the wrong motivation, the wrong motive. It's to give God glory. It's the building of the kingdom of God. It's not just about the building of us. It is not. It is not. It is not just about the building of us. It's the building of Him. Okay? It says, you ask and receive not. The reason this scripture really had to be written, and many of us don't study this. God said, ask and you shall receive. Yeah, seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open. So some people, well, I've been praying and it hasn't happened. Well, whose glory is it for? Is it going to ruin you? Is it going to ruin somebody else? Everything could be expedient or everything could be lawful but not expedient. Okay? It's not going to edify it's not going to edify. It's not. And so it says that you may consume it. That you may consume it. So devour it. Eat it up. This is how the anointed cherub had inequity. Because he consumed that. The enemy goes to and fro seeking whom he may devour or consume. Like we talked about. So who are, who's in you? And who are you in who are you in and who's in you what are you consuming I had that I don't know what happened to that but it was like uh you are what you eat Dunge? I don't know what happened to that I think that I, I forgot about it. but anyway so it says um that you may consume it upon your lust something you're devouring Just like Eve, when her eyes were open, she consumed it on herself. Even though God had already said, you're going to die. She lusted it when she saw that the tree was good. Yeah, when she saw that, she was willing to die for it. My God, wait a minute. (laughs) She was willing to die for it. She was willing to die for it. It's Esau with his birthright. He's coming, he's willing to give up his birthright for porridge. He was willing to die for that porridge. He was willing to die for it. A lot of things, we're willing to die for it. So why would I say that? Because as soon as we get it, we turn our back on God. Some of us turn our back on God if we don't get it. We're willing to die for it. We're willing to die for it. Like that That fly that came in here, he's willing to die for it. I'm just saying. So if you're a fly lover, <laughs> bye bye I'm just saying this. You're you just going to get upset because I don't know what his si- assignment is. But let me go to this, and then I'm going to talk about the flight, and then we're going into the wheel, and then I'm going to let you go. So it says here in 2 Peter 1, According to his, the Lord's divine power, have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through The knowledge through knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. So with that, this is this is one of my confessing scripture, according to his divine power. So today God was in here um, talking to me. You know, I, I, I. I hope I love the Lord. I really hope I love the Lord because I love the Lord, and what He does is, I talk to the Lord. So, I'm talking about this thing here. Okay, these who would I be and 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 why, Lord? Why this it? And He had to tell me again, send me to my Psalms, different Psalms today in noonday prayer. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. The earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. Which one was I in? I was in a few of them. The earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. So what is it that does not belong to the Lord? Nothing. Nothing's too hard for the Lord. I got a feather. I found a feather in here because I listened to uh, Karen Wheaton. And I think it was last year that she brought up the feather, or the year before. She brought it up again, I think, last year or this year, too. It's as light as a feather. God sent her that message. She was going through something. She was upset. She prayed to the Lord. And either she saw the feather in her dream or something. And she said, the only answer he gave me was a feather. And she was like, a feather? I'm praying that you show me a feather. Because God says... Everything is as light as a feather, as far as he's concerned. So, one of my ex-neighbors, she just went home. Um, I don't know when she's coming back. Not eternally home, I hope not. But she's from Thailand, okay? But before she left, uh, about three weeks ago, I told her, I think I told her about the feather, and she found two. And so, it's as light as a feather. And then God showed me three in the clouds. Well, he showed me one about two or three months ago. It's as light as a feather with God. So when we're praying, this is why it says repetitious prayers, right? When we're praying, it's already light as a feather. So we got to make sure we're not asking amiss. We got to make sure. Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. There is no piece of sand. There is no inch of hair. There is nothing in the earth that does not belong to the Lord. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof the world. And they, and they, 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 that dwell in it. So regardless if we receive him, we're still the Lord's because he created us. So... The thing is, when we're asking and we don't know his will, we could be asking him this. Okay, side note for these flies, because I'm about to get into the will. Side note, flies. So with flies, this is how I do, right? Where is it in scripture? The first place my mind goes to is Egypt. So I know when a fly comes, something is not clean okay some type of spirit is not clean I remember Lord Jesus okay I just brought some stuff in here so I remember I brought um some some I've had a couple of few occasions I remember my son brought some stuff in here and all of a sudden the flies were showing up exodus yes ma'am the flies were showing up the flies were showing up, right? My son brought some stuff, but it's before I knew what it was. Now, you just, you got to understand, living with me in, in these days is just not easy. It's not easy. I know it's not because now I did I didn't I didn't learn a little bit too much, right? And so uh some people just say, you're just overboard. Okay, ooh, yeah, flies. Exodus eight and twenty, the flies. So Wash me, too, in the name of Jesus, right? So the fly, right, my son brought some stuff in here. He had years ago. Somebody gave it to him. And all of a sudden, these flies, I kept killing flies. And I was like, wait a minute, didn't I just kill you? And my daughter was like, what's these flies? I said, oh. something in here ain't clean. <laughs> something in here ain't clean. Because, listen, he sent the flies. He sent the flies to chasing failed him, he sent the flies Lord, and I'm just praying, Lord, cause I just brought some stuff in here, somebody gave to me, and um I don't know why it came, the fly came the day. I don't know but, I don't care where the stuff come from I done had stuff straight from different countries, and when God told me to get it, I had to get rid of it, I, I'm not caring about how much it costs. I don't care about what it is, I don't care, okay I don't care. It's going in the trash. I don't care. I don't care who gave it to me. It's going in the trash. Okay. Somebody else gave me some stuff. I was on the phone with one of the sisters. She's on my page too. I was on the phone with her and all of a sudden this big fly came into the kitchen. Because God put it where I could see the fly. So I said, no. Where this fly come from? It was huge. And then another one said, oh, something in here ain't clean. Something in here don't have a clean spirit. Something in here don't have a clean spirit. So somebody had just gave me some stuff. Because I asked the Lord, what is it? What's not clean in here? Like, I'm scared to ask him with this fly, right? Because I just got a whole bunch of stuff, okay? What's not clean in here? And when he put it in my spirit, it's going in the trash. That's what the flies. Okay, so now the will. And I'm going to close with this. This fly is irritating me. This probably didn't come on until I started praying. I'm like, what's going on? So, and then the speaker. But anyway, this is the thing. He showed me the three wills. So we've talked about the wills, right? So he showed me the main three wills. This is a lot of times why we don't get what we're praying for because we're asking amiss. But the wills. And this I've mentioned on here something I've been waiting for God to Answer. He gave me my answer today, Because I'm, I'm knocking on heaven door. Come on, Lord, let's talk about this thing. So he showed me. He showed me. This I'm going to say. We don't know what answer prayers look like. And so, a lot of times, if you don't know what God's will is, we could be praying for something, and it's not going to come forth. Because it's not his will. Or he tells you what his will is for us to do. And then we try to limit the will by saying what we don't will. So I know I have to do something. But what I learned today is that what I prayed has been blocking God's will. So God has the will. He tells us in his word what his will is, okay? Even when we say we're hearing from the Lord, it has to line up with his will because God don't go against Jesus. There's only one time we saw that and it was preordained. And Jesus said, Father, why hast thou forsaken thee? That's the only time Jesus had, God had the sins of the world, sickness, everything on him. This is why darkness covered the earth. This is why I don't understand how people celebrate an eclipse. Because that means the sun is being covered by darkness. I'm just saying, right? So darkness was on Jesus. That's the only time that they were separated. Because darkness, because why? God does not put his eyes on that. But God had to take that on so we we can come in. We can be reconciled. Okay, that's his will. But God doesn't go against Jesus. He does not go against his word. He does not, okay? So, when we are asking for stuff, how do we know it's God's will? It has to be God's will. So, even if we understand... On the eclipse... Okay, you got to wait. So, even if we, we understand his will, we still have to be careful what we pray about that will. Okay? So, he's told me something, right? And... I have put my two cents in there. Okay, Lord, I don't, want to, I don't want to do this, and I don't want to do that, and I don't want to go there. Don't make me go there. Okay, so I've been sitting here trying to figure out why I haven't gone yet because I'm blocking his will, and yet I pray for God's perfect will to be done in my life, okay? When I'm praying for somebody else, God's perfect will because I'm trying to align with his will. But when I'm in my own personal time, if I'm still praying something opposite, it's not his will. And God is not going to just do what I will out of his will. So, you know, that's two wills right there. It's God's will. And then it's our will. And like we talked before, what we say, once we pray it, we could cancel it or hold it up because now we're speaking against his will. For our will. We got to know whose will we're living in. Because there is three wills. And two will equal another, the fourth will. Okay, so are we living in God's will? Many of us are not. The majority of us are not living. There's only a remnant in the earth, okay? Enoch walked until he was not. But he was in the will of God. He lived according to God's will. Noah built according to God's will. Okay. Moses did according to God's will. Now he was trying to run in the first place, but he still did. David was a man after God's own heart. So that means David not only walked by the word of God, he was able to write into the word of God. That is the heart of God. The word of God is the heart and the mind of God. So when we are walking outside of his will, we're walking outside of his word. And so if we don't go for our daily bread, we don't know what his will is. In the name of Jesus, have your way, Lord. We don't know what his will is. We're just walking mist We're just walking aimlessly. We're shipwrecked. Don't even know it. Okay. And then there's the enemy's will. Many of us are walking in the will of the enemy. How do I know? Turn on the TV, turn on the internet, look how the world is. Look how even people in the church are. They are walking in the will of the enemy, walking in lust, walking in perversion, walking in murder, walking in hatred, walking in lies. We are walking in sorcery. We are walking in darkness. We are walking in the will of the enemy. We are walking in it talking in the will, dressing in the will. Look at the church. Look how we're going, talking about we are declaring God's word and walking out of his will. Women got this, women got that, men got... We don't... And, and hoodies on the pulpit, baseball cap, sneakers, ripped jeans, and we saying we're going before a king? You can't even go before Queen Elizabeth. You can't go before any person held in any stature of honor dressed any kind of way, and they get that from God, they are the examples in in the earth, so how in the world can we say we are ushering people in, and not even in his will, we're not, we're entertaining people, that's what we are doing, we're entertaining, because I went to a church, they don't even they got spotlights on the pulpit. I was just like, Lord, I'm ready to go. He said, No, you gotta stay until the to the altar call. You gotta stay. Mm-hmm, you gotta stay until the end. So I'm like, what are we doing? What are false prophets? And because we won't be in the will of God. We are enemies to the cross and we don't even know it. But we do know it. We have our will we have our will. How we set up churches, it's our will. How we set up ministry, God set a church called by my name. We got all kinds of names. We got our names on the church. How is that God's will? How is that God's will? How is it his will? It's out of his will. We know the will. If we can preach and we can go up in these offices, I'm telling you, I am so thankful We are to come as we are, but we're not to stay as we are because we have to become new creations in Christ. So if we still doing the same old thing, we can't use that as, and I'm going to tell you another excuse. Nobody's perfect. Let me tell you, the Lord said, thy God is perfect. Be thy perfect for the Lord. Thy God is perfect. He don't tell us nothing we can't do. It's not a perfect in how you sit and how you speak. It is how you speak, but it's a completion in Christ because we're becoming new creations and we don't study. We read and then we get these Bibles that's trying to break down what God is saying. And he already, that's out of his will because he said, don't add to my word, Don't take from my. Work. And we're just doing our own will and we're working for the enemy. We are because this is his device. And God allow it so. And God allow it so. Because it can't be done without God's permission. But he's showing his people. Because he's already said, if my people do this, if my people do that. If my people do this, if my people do that. He already said it. It's already predetermined. Predestinated to happen. It has to be. Because there's only a remnant. The road is straight and narrow. And we want to walk like, Because we don't want to be on the straight and narrow. Because I'm telling you, you feel like you. Paul says, a prisoner in Christ Jesus. Most people is only looking behind bars. No, I'm telling you, when you give your life to Christ, you can feel like a prisoner. You can. Because there's a lot of things you can't do. There's a lot of things you cannot do. That's why a lot of people don't come to my house. Because they're not going to do it. If I can't do it, you can't do it. And me and the Lord have already talked. If he's giving me holy ground, listen, a lot of people ain't coming. I'm just saying. I love you from a distance. You could do what you want to do at your house, but you can't do it here because it's too much blood. It's too much blood when you are intercessor for Christ, when you're a prayer warrior for Christ, when you're singing for the Lord, when you're dancing for the Lord, when you're preaching, when you're teaching, when you're a missionary, when you're an evangelist, you got to believe and you got to know there's blood. There's blood involved. It ain't worth it. I prefer to not have the people around. Do it hurt? Yes, it does. Because the people can be your children, your parents, family members at every different level it could be friends you might have had for a long time it could be neighbors it could be anybody it could be church members yeah because you're so holier than thou you know that's in their eyes but they may not even know god then showed them showed that prayer warrior something they got to pray for they don't know they just talking all kind of smack and don't know who's praying for them don't know who's praying for their children. Don't know who's praying for their health. Don't know that person that nobody else want to deal with. Because every time you go, they talking about the Lord. It's You know, it's so funny. When you see people that's supposed to be talking about the Lord, mad that you're talking about the Lord. I, I was like, what is going on? And God used the foolish things. So he, he uses those people. When we was busting in the world, Busting Hades door wide open. He like that's the perfect one. Because guess what? They going to bust the door open another way. Yeah okay. Okay Goliath. Take that slingshot. I'm just saying. So it's like. Whose will. And if God gave you that thing. Who would you be. Or who would you become. Who would you be. Or who would you become? So I'm closing. The eclipse. What does an eclipse mean? What does that mean? Okay. And it'll answer your question. What does an eclipse mean? Hmm? Let me get this. Let's see what Google said. An obscuring... Of the light from one uh, celestial body, celestial, because you have a celestial and you have a terrestrial positioning and relating to the sky, outer space, okay, belonging or relating to heaven, celestial, supremely good. Yeah, but listen, celestial, supremely good. They got to be God, right? Because there's only one supreme being. Belonging or relating to heaven, celestial. So it says here, eclipse, an obscuring of the light. Who's the light? God, Jesus, right? So we're obscuring the light, right? From one celestial, something supernatural, celestial body that by the passage of another between it and observing or between it and its source of illumination. Who illuminates light? Okay. Okay. Obscuring light. Okay. So think about this. We are children of the light. Okay? So, if someone obscure our light, what does that mean? Does that mean they put us to death? Because they got to put your light out, right? Who puts light out? Now, there's two. The enemy with sin puts your light out. Uh, Adam, where art thou? Like God didn't know what Adam was. But Adam light, Because now sin covers. This is what Jesus did on the cross. He took sin upon him, but not in him. He took sin upon him. And guess what? Darkness was across the whole earth for three hours. So how can the children of the light celebrate? When our master, our Lord, light is put out. How can we celebrate that? Because where do we get our light source from? We're not thinking. The other person that puts the light out is God. Because he says, I will remove your candlestick. He's the main light putter outer. So, either we look like Jesus or we look like the devil. Well, the devil can have a false light. But Jesus is the light. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm not living once. I'm living twice. I'm living twice because this soul here, this spirit here, is of light and it's going to go back to the light source. If I'm dark, it's because you never received Christ. When God looks upon the earth, if he don't see light, he don't see his word. Ha ha ha! Yeah, but somebody needed you to ask that question because we celebrate a lot of stuff and we don't understand. I, I, I was the potty pooper, and I've been called that before. The potty pooper. I am not celebrating no eclipse. I didn't want to see it. I didn't care because I know that's absence of light. There's two great lights. And one was covering the other. One rules by day and one rules by night. Okay? Jesus says he has to work while it is day. We, we don't think. We don't. But many of us don't have no light in us, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The light put out, because you're walking in darkness anyway. It don't matter. The darkness don't comprehend light. It's more than just study. We got to make sure of whose we are and who we are. I walked in darkness majority of my life. So now, mm-mm, I don't want to see that. Mm-mm. I was headed straight to hell and enjoying it, I thought. Mm-mm. So, why now, once God's opened my eyes, I don't want to be able to see nothing. Send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Oh no, did I do that? I did, but that's okay. Y'all have a blessed, blessed day in Jesus' name. Love you, sis. Peace.